0: Welcome aboard the USS Little Hero, NCC 73117. I'm Captain William. And I'm Commander Vicky. And if you will step right this way, historians, we will go to Hotel Deck 3, where you will learn the next step in the history of Starfleet with the NCC 1701 Enterprise and the adventures of Captain Kirk and his, his faithful crew. Vicky, can you take us to the coordinates where we're supposed to be for this?
1: Aye aye, Captain.
0: You Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek! I'm William.
2: And I'm Vicky.
0: And today we're doing Season 2, Episode 2 Who Mourns for Adonis? Right. So, Vicky, what did you think this episode was about? Um, Adonis dies,
1: and Nurse Chapel has fallen in love with him and mourns him after his death.
0: Well, so Adonis is a Greek god. Right. Adonis, di- well, technically stopped existing for us many millennia ago. So, why is Adonis here? I don't know. And, by the way, it's not Nurse Chapel. Okay. I'm so sorry. Okay. Now, I will say certain things in this episode that you're going to see are very cheesy effects because... Again, 1966, they didn't have the budget or the, the technology to do what they're doing. Right. So some effects you're going to see are very cheesy. Gotcha. So are you ready for this one? Yes. Very creepy be, because I already pushed play. Here we go. Oh, wait. So I forgot to tell you the synopsis. Says here, the Enterprise is captured by an alien claiming to be Apollo, the Greek God of the Sun. Right? So, yeah.
1: Alright. Let's see. Here's the report on Pollux 5, Captain. This entire system has been almost the same, a strange lack of intelligent life on the planet. Pull it, it by my
0: Yes. So, Pollux V was an inhabited fourth planet. Kind of weird considering it's Pollux V, but we'll go with it. Of the Beta... Uh... Demorium system in the Alpha Quadrant. It was the homeworld of a Greek god and goddesses, an extinct interstellar humanoid species whose last member, Apollo, died in 2267. Okay? Or, quote unquote, dies.
3: Bucks, well, let's carry out the standard procedures on Pollux four.
1: Aye, sir.
0: Good day. So it's four, not five. You look a bit tired this morning.
1: Well, I was up all night working on this report, sir.
0: Well, in that case, there's nothing like a wee bit of coffee
3: to get you back in shape. Join me, Carolyn?
1: All right, Scotty. Just let me give this to Mr. Spock. Hehehehe. <laughs>
3: oh. Could you get that excited over a cup of coffee? Well, Even from here, I can tell his pulse rates up. Gentlemen, come along, my dear.
0: I'm not... Scotty and his love for women. Right? Sure, I like that, Jim. Why, well, Scotty's a good man.
3: And he thinks he's the right man for her. But I'm not sure she thinks he's the right man. On the other hand, she's a woman. All woman. Mm -hmm. One day she'll find the right man, off she'll go. Out of the service. Mm -hmm. I like to think of it not so much as losing an officer, as gaining... Come on. Actually, I'm losing an officer. Entering standard orbit around Pollux for sir. Paragraphic details, stand by.
1: Know,
3: sir. Preliminary reports, Mr.
2: Spark. Pollux 4, class M-type planet, oxygen-nitrogen atmosphere. Sensors indicate no life forms. Approximate age, 4 billion years. Judge, no reason for contact. In all respects, quite ordinary, Captain.
3: Cartographic sections implement standard orders.
1: All cartographic scanners full-on Captain,
3: What in the name of... It's a green hand. Analysis, Mr. Sparks. Momentarily. Am I... seeing things? Not unless I am too. Captain, that thing's a giant hand. What is it, Mr. Spark? Is it uh a hand? Negative, Captain. Not living tissue. A trick then, a projection? Not a projection,
2: sir. A field of energy.
0: Hard about. Hard about. We can't seem to get away from
1: it. It's
3: almost as if it means to grab us. Reverse all engines. All engines, reverse. We're dead still, Captain. Helm doesn't answer. We can't move. Log date 3468.1 While approaching Polox 4, a planet in the Beta Geminorum system, the Enterprise has been stopped in space by an unknown force of some kind. Lieutenant, relay our position and circumstances to
0: Starbase 12 immediately. Mr. Sulu. So the Starbase 12 was, a Federation, admit, uh, was in, a Federation Starbase administrated by Starfleet. Its location on the planet in the giant Gamma 400 system in Sector 25712 in the Alpha Quadrant, it was located close to planets Arcady Seven, Seti Alpha Five, Garmis Five, Mabu Six, this planet here, and Riza. One function of the starbase was as a patrol base for Star Trek for starships patrolling the Romulan Neutral Zone. Gotcha. Try rocking the ship. Full impulse
3: power forward and back. Aye, aye, sir.
1: Damage report coming in,
3: Captain. Situation under control. Minor damage. Stations 3, 7, and 19. Sick reports five minor injuries all being treated. Thank you. Silly? Lines thrust, sir. No results,
4: Captain. Stuck tight. Smart. Status. The ship is almost completely encircled by the
2: field. It resembles a conventional force field, but on unusual wavelengths. Despite its appearance, that of a human appendage, it is definitely not living tissue. It is
3: energy. Thank you. Mr. Sulu. Our forward tractor beams adjust to repel. I, I see. Standing by. Activate. Ineffective, Captain. There doesn't seem to be anything
2: to push against. Captain, the most curious development on scanner 5-7. That's all take a look at it, Mr. Smart. Screen on, Captain.
1: Activity on Healing Channel 3, sir.
3: Put it on audio,
5: Lieutenant. The eons have passed, and what has been written has come about. You are most welcome, my beloved children. Your places await you. Response frequency, Lieutenant.
1: Calculator channel
5: opens you have left your plains and valleys and made this bold venture So
3: it was in the beginning You have made me proud Now you can rest this is Captain James T. Kirk commanding the USS Enterprise, please identify yourself. We shall remember together
5: We shall drink the sacramental wine There shall be the music of the pipes The long wait has ended. Are you responsible for stopping the ship? Yes. I caused the wind to withdraw from your sails. Give it back, then we'll talk. It has been 5,000 years.
3: Have you learned no patience in that time? I don't know who or what you are. But I must warn you, we have the power to defend ourselves. If you value your safety, release this ship.
5: You have the same
3: fire, all like your
5: father's. Agamemnon, Hector, Odysseus.
3: Never mind the history lesson, release the ship. You will obey me,
5: lest I close my hand.
3: Thus. External pressure building up, Captain. 800 GSC and climbing. Compensate. 1,000
0: GSC and climbing.
1: I
3: mean, critical, Captain. We can't handle it. All right, whatever you're doing, turn it off. You win. Pressure's gone, Captain. Space normal and whole.
5: That was your first lesson. Remember it, Captain Kirk. I invite you and your officers to join me. But do not bring that one. The one with the pointed ears. He is much like Pan, and Pan always bored me. No sad faces. This is a time to rejoice, not to fear. You are returning home. Let your hearts prepare to sing.
3: Let's go, boss. You in good voice? wise, Jim. We mm-hmm. don't accept his invitation. We'll have a crushed eggshell where the ship used to be. Rebose, isn't he? Insulted,
2: well. Insults are effective only where emotion is present.
3: Good. We'll tackle them together. We already know the questions. <coughs> You're the best man to find answers. <coughs> My what
1: am I doing
3: down here, Doctor? Well, you're the A&A officer, aren't you? Archaeology, anthropology, <coughs> ancient civilization. <coughs> well, we're going to need help in all those areas. Come on. beautiful earth, green fields and blue skies, the simple shepherds and their flocks. Do you know of
5: earth? You've been there? Once I stretched out my hand, and earth trembled, and I breathed upon it,
4: and spring
3: returned. You mentioned Agamemnon, Hector, Odysseus. How do you know about them? Search your most distant memories,
5: those of the thousands of years past. I am there. Your fathers knew me. And your fathers' fathers. <laughs> I
1: am Apollo. And I am the Tsar of all the
0: Russians. I'm sorry, Captain.
1: I never met a god before.
0: And you haven't yet. Really. So like I said, you're about to hear things of Pavel doing uh... Russian. Right. Things nothing. Simple humanoid, Captain.
3: Evidently not so simple.
1: Earth.
5: Mother of the most beautiful of women in the universe. That at least has not changed. I am pleased. Yes, my children. Zeus, Athena, Aphrodite, Artemis, a gallant band of travelers. We knew your Earth well five thousand of your years ago. All right,
3: we're here at your invitation. Do you mind telling us what you want without all the Olympian generalities? You will not leave this place. Transporter
5: room. The transportation device no longer functions.
3: eyes, come in.
5: I will not permit that device to work either, Captain. What is it you want? You will worship me, as your fathers did before you.
3: If you want to play God and call yourself Apollo, that's your business. But you're no God to us, mister. I said you would worship me. And you've got a lot to learn. And so have you.
5: Let the lesson begin. Welcome to Olympus, Captain Kirk.
0: As
1: I can't contact the landing
2: party. All frequencies are jammed. Try to break through it, Lieutenant. I see. Transport, running communications? Very efficient. Mr. Sulu, rig all transmission circuits for maximum power generation. Compute for reversal of polarity of the field around the ship. What, Lieutenant Kyle, I want a complete sensor scan of the planet. Aye, sir. Locate okay, all life forms. I want to know what's going on down there.
3: Fascinating. Analysis. (laughs) Lieutenant Palamas, what do you know about Apollo?
1: Apollo, a twin brother of Artemis, son of the god Zeus, and Leto, a mortal. He was the god of light and purity. He was skilled in the bow and the lyre.
3: And this thing?
1: Obviously, he has some knowledge of Earth. His classical references and uh, the appearance of all
3: this. I think the appearance of all this is for our benefit, Bones. Well, I can't say much until I check out these readings. He looks human, but of course, that doesn't mean a thing. Whatever he is, sir, he seems to control the remarkable technology. Power is what he controls. You can't do tricks like that without energy. Fine, but what power and where is it? Scat around with your tricorders. Find the source of that power, Bones. Yes. Yeah. Bones. I wonder if 5,000 years ago, I have, a theory. I have an idea. What if he is really a pump? Why? Captain? I want from
1: you that which is rightfully mine.
3: Your
5: loyalty, your tribute,
3: and your worship. May I ask what you offer in exchange for this
5: worship? Life in paradise. As simple and as pleasureful as it was those thousands of years ago on that beautiful planet so far away.
3: Apollo, we're willing to talk, but you'll find we don't bow to every creature who happens to have a bag of tricks. Agamemnon was one such as you,
5: and Hercules. Pride and arrogance.
3: They defied me until they felt my wrath. I would like to point out that we are quite capable of some wrath ourselves. I have 430 people on that ship up there.
5: No, you do not, Captain. They are mine. To save, to cherish, or to destroy at my will.
1: Why? What you've
5: said so far makes no sense at all. How like Aphrodite and Athena. Beauty, grace. You seem wise for a woman. What is your name?
1: Lieutenant Belamas.
4: I mean your name. Carolyn? Carolyn, yes,
5: you are beautiful. You would do Aphrodite credit. I will tell you a thousand tales, stories of courage and love. You will know what it is to be a goddess. Leave her alone. You protest? You risk much.
0: And so do you. And Scotty's now here.
3: How'd you do it?
5: I've grown weary of discussion and argument.
1: Captain, the faces. All the lurking
5: parts are fused. None of your toys will function. Yes, you are a beauty. But like Artemis, the bow arm should be bare.
1: Oh, it's beautiful.
4: Yes.
3: Oh, she's not going with you.
5: You shall learn the discipline of the temple. So shall you all. Go. Without fear. She is fit indeed.
3: Bones, how is he? Stunned at coming around. I'm not sure it's wise to let her go off like that. He would have been rather difficult to stop. Sorry, fresh. Right. He's benevolent one minute, angry the next. One wrong move from her, and he could kill her. Let's check out. I think you better continue your investigation. Hi, I sir. How do you think, Scott? I have tingling all over. Did he take her with him? It seems so. Captain, we've got to stop him. He wants her the way he looked at... Mr. Scott, I understand your concern over her, but she volunteered to go with him. Hopefully to find out more about him. She's doing her job. I think it's about time you started doing yours. We've got to find out the source of his power. You've got to try, Cora. Use it if you're able to. I'm able, sir. And one more thing. I want no more unauthorized action against Apollo, or whatever he is. That's an order. Aye, aye, sir. Besides your stiff-necked thistle head, you could have gotten yourself killed. Right.
0: Right. 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 But well, Scotty doesn't got believe
3: me. in God. no God. But... He could have been taken for one, though. Once. Say, 5,000 years ago, a highly sophisticated group of space travelers landed on Earth, around the Mediterranean. Yes to the simple shepherds and tribesmen of early Greece creatures like that would have been gods especially if they had the power to alter their form at will and command great energy in fact they couldn't have been taken for anything else ready to reverse polarity mr. Sula.
2: commuted and standing by to generate sir activate all units We must restore communications with the landing party.
1: Well, I'm working, sir, but I can't do anything with this.
2: Oh?
1: Well, I might be able to rig up a subspace bypass
3: circuit. Good. Do so. Sense report, Mr. Kyle. Well, I've located the landing party, sir, but one of them seems separated from the other four. And Apollo? Well, I've just picked up readings by our own people, sir. Mr. Spock? Here's something. There seems to be a radiated energy pulsation coming from the planet. I don't know what it is, sir. Origin? seem to pinpoint
2: it sir I would suggest Mr. Sulu that if you cannot find out where the power source is you should find out where it is not a simple process of elimination the whole planet sir yes sir the whole planet that's not really
1: a poem.
0: Mrs. I've known other women Well, technically, he is Apollo. Technically. But, technically, he's an alien. So, he is Apollo. For all intents and purposes. But, he is an alien. In fact, let's, let's look this up and see what it says for him. In Greek mythology, Apollo was one of the most important Olympic deities and demigod, the son of the god Zeus, and the human Leto. He was the god of light and purity. He was often associated with prophecy, medicine, music, and poetry, archery, and the care of flocks and herds. In 2267, an alien an alien encountered on Pollack's Four claimed he was the god Apollo so he is an alien who claims that he is Apollo but we may never know
1: Okay.
0: Daphne, Cassandra
4: none more beautiful than you are you frightened of me?
1: frightened? no I don't think so of course a girl doesn't go walking with it a god? All right. the god. Every day. What happened to the others? Artemis,
4: Hera. They returned to the cosmos. The wings of the wind.
1: You mean
4: they died? No. Not as you understand it. We're immortal, we gods. But the earth changed. Your father's changed turned away until we were only memories. God cannot survive as memory. We need love, admiration, worship. as you need food.
1: You really think you're a god?
4: In a real sense, we were gods. We had the power of life and death. We could have struck out from Olympus and destroyed. We have no wish to destroy. So we came home again. It was an empty place without worshippers, But we had no strength to leave. So we waited, all of us, through the long years.
1: But you said the others didn't die.
4: Even for a god, there's a point of no return. Arrow was first. She stood in front of the temple and spread herself upon the wind, thinner and thinner, until only the wind remained. But I knew you would come. You striving, bickering, foolishly brave humans. I knew you would come to the stars one day. Of all the gods, I knew when I waited. waited for you to come by
1: my side I don't understand
4: even 5,000 years ago the gods took mortals to, to love to care for like Zeus to Blito, my mother were gods of passion of love Uh-oh. there is a repeated occurrence
3: of registrations a regular pulsating pattern of radiated energy Unquestionably, an immensely powerful field of energy is being generated around here somewhere. But we're just having difficulty focusing on it. Apollo has no difficulty focusing. He taps that energy, Mr. Scott. Sir,
5: some creatures can generate and control energy with no harm to themselves. The electric eel on
3: Earth, the giant river of Anthos IV, the fluffy... Not the whole encyclopedia, Chekhov. The captain requires complete information. Spock's contaminating this boy, Jim. Are you suggesting that he, Apollo, taps a flow of energy and channels it through his body? That would seem most likely, sir. Mr. Chekhov, I think you've earned your pay for the week. But where is the source of that power? Number one on our list of things to do. Right. Is that all you have to offer? Yes, except my estimation for his physical condition. In spite of Apollo's bag of tricks, he comes up essentially normal with just a few variations. However, there's an extra organ in his chest that I can't even make a guess about. Bones, is it possible? Jim.
5: Where's Lieutenant Palamas? No longer of any concern to
0: you.
3: You bloodthirsty saracen! What have you done, honey?
0: Hey, hit Scott again. Not good. Severe shock.
2: All
3: right, mister. You wanted worshipers? You got enemies
0: you want us to bow down <coughs> Choking himself. No, Apollo's choking me.
3: Story. Don't you mean the English story, of the Cheshire Cat? Cheshire? No, sir.
0: It means perhaps. All right, means all right. All right. Sir, there is something I noticed.
1: Apollo looked very strange.
0: No, it, like that Russian cat that disappears in that right. famous book. He means the Cheshire Cat in his English, as far as I remember.
3: Right. So he disappeared?
0: Tired or in pain. I don't know if it
3: means it. There right. goes, Mr. Chekhov. That might very well mean something. Wow. All right.
0: How do
3: you feel? I can't get my arm to move. Neural damage. We've got to get out of here. How? Uh-huh. Well, let's assume that five thousand years ago, creatures like our friend Apollo did indeed visit Earth and form the basis of Greek classic myths. Makes sense. Most mythology has its basis, in fact. If I remember my ancient legends, the gods, after expending energy required rest, even as we humans. And Apollo's gone. After attacking you and Mr. Scott. You think maybe he's off somewhere recharging his energy cells? Something like that. Remember, he's keeping a force field on the ship, and he's expending energy down here. He said he looked pained and tired when he disappeared. If we can wear him out, overwork him, that might do it. Trouble with overworking him is that it can get us killed. If we can provoke him so that he strikes one of us again, there's a chance that he'll be drained enough so the rest of us can jump. I still say it can get us killed. Not all of us, Bones. He comes back. It's a chance we'll have to take.
2: Progress report.
1: I'm connecting the bypass circuit now, sir. It should take another half hour.
2: Speed is essential, Lieutenant.
1: Mr. Spock, I haven't done anything like this in years. If it isn't done just right, I could build the entire communication system. It's very delicate work, sir.
2: I can think of no one better equipped to handle it, Miss Uhura. Please proceed.
0: I love Uhura. Yes,
2: sir. Right away.
0: Michelle Nichols.
2: Progress, Mr. Sufu. Sectors 1 through 25, chartered and examined. No chance at all of power originating in those areas. Continue the search. Aye, sir. 14D by 26 next. Mr. Kyle. Yes, sir. We're unable to break completely loose from this force field, but we might be able to punch some holes through it. What force, sir? To shoot through. It might also relieve Lieutenant Uhura's communications problem. We'll take these equations to the nuclear electronics lab. I want them to work on the problem of negating the force field in selected areas that might be done by generating a strong pinpoint charge of M-rays on some of these selected wavelengths and tying them in with the combined output of all
0: our engines. So M-rays, as in the letter M, says here are a form of radiation that can be used to negate areas of force fields. So that's the best I can give you.
5: Okay. Come here. I know you're trying to escape me.
3: It's useless. I know everything you do. I try to be compassionate toward your kind. You know nothing about our kind. You know only our remote ancestors who tremble before your tricks. Your tricks don't frighten us, neither do you. We've come a long way in 5,000 years. But you're
5: still of the same nature. I could sweep you out of existence with a wave of my hand and bring you back again. I can give life or death. What else does mankind demand
3: of its gods? Mankind has no need for gods. We find the one quite adequate. We shall not debate, mortal.
5: I offer you eternal rest and happiness according to the ancient ways. I ask little in return. What I ask for, I insist upon. Approach me.
3: I said approach me. Well, busy. Look after the girl. You will gather laurel
5: leaves, light the ancient fires, kill a deer, make your sacrifices to me. Apollo has spoken. Go!
0: Yes! do you remember the plan?
1: they are gonna try to
0: provoke him. So he attacks one of them and then the other three can jump him.
4: Right. You shall reap
5: the rewards of your insolence. We're tired
3: of your phony fireworks. Mortal! You have earned this! No, don't!
1: Father doesn't destroy his children. You said you were gentle and understanding.
3: Lieutenant!
1: How can they worship you if you hurt them? Tennant. Oh, please. You know so much of love. Please don't hurt them. Please.
4: Be lenient with you. Oh boy.
5: For her sake. You will make plans to bring the rest of your people down. Be sure
3: your artisans bring tools. We'll need homes. And you will supply the herds of sheep, and the pipes we will play, and the simple skins we'll wear for clothes. You will dismantle your ship for the supplies you need.
5: And I'll crush its empty hull. I have been too patient. I shall be patient. No longer.
3: Captain, we've got to do something! We were doing something until our brave lady stepped in and saved us. Got any more good ideas, Jim? Yes, I have. One more, and it depends on the lieutenant's loyalty. If she fails us, we better get used to herding goats. Fools. I offer them more than they could know. Not just the
4: world, but all that makes it up. Man thinks he's progressed. The wrong. He's merely forgotten those things which gave life meaning. You'll all be provided for, cared for. Happy. There is an order of things in this universe. Your species has denied it. I come to restore it. And for you. Because you have the sensitivity to understand. I offer you more than your wildest dreams have ever imagined. You'll become the mother of a new race of gods. You'll inspire the universe. All men will revere you almost as a god yourself and i shall love you a time without end worlds without end you shall complete me and i you oh boy
0: I enterprise come in
3: enterprise come in Hurt to Enterprise, come in. Hurt What's to... happened to her? Scotty, I'll find out. Now, perhaps if I assist you. In... How old are you? 22, sir. Then I'd better handle it. You all right?
1: Oh, yes, I'm all right. I have a message for you. More of that. Well? He wants us to live in peace. He wants to provide for us. He'll give us everything we ever wanted. And he can do it, too.
3: All right, Lieutenant, you can come down from Mount Olympus now. You've got work to do.
1: I don't understand.
3: He thrives on love, worship, attention. Yes? We can't give him that worship. None of us can, especially you. What? Spurn him. Reject him. You must. You're special to him.
1: Yes. I love him. Lieutenant.
3: All of our lives,
1: right? here and
3: on the ship, depend on you.
1: No, not on
3: me. On you, Lieutenant. Reject him and we have a chance to save ourselves. Accept him. And you condemn all of us to slavery, nothing less than slavery. We might never get help this far. Or perhaps the thought of spending an eternity bending knee and tending sheep appeals to you.
1: Oh, but you don't understand. He's kind, and and he wants the best for us. And he's so lonely. What you ask would break his heart. Now, how can I?
3: Give me your hand. Your hand. I'll feel that human flesh against human flesh we're the same we share the same history the same heritage the same lives we're tied together beyond any untied man or woman it makes no difference we're human we couldn't escape from each other even if we wanted to that's how you do it Lieutenant. by remembering who and what you are a bit of flesh and blood afloat in a universe without end and the only thing that's truly yours is the rest of humanity that's where our duty lies do you understand me
1: yes yes i understand
3: Have your
1: orders and your duty. Yes, sir. My orders and my duty.
0: Try a well, Kirk is doing like anyone that was taught in World War in the in the military. If you are captured, you are to do everything you can in your power to disrupt or stop the enemy. Right. You know, or divert all their forces into one thing. So Kirk is trying to do that to maybe get the ship to help.
1: Right. Enterprise to Captain Kirk. Enterprise to Captain
2: Kirk. Come in, Captain. Kirk here. Spark here, Captain. We've pinpointed a power source on the planet's surface which seems to have something to do with the force field. Is there a structure of some sort near you? There is indeed, Mr. Spock. The power emanates from there. Very good. How are you doing on the force field? We can negate sections of it, creating openings through which we can fire our phaser banks. Well, that ought to do it.
3: Have Mr. to suit lock all phaser banks onto the structure. Fire on my order only, and cut it fine, we'll be standing nearby. Captain,
2: I would recommend a discreet distance.
3: I'd love to oblige you, Mr. Spark, but we're not all together. Besides, we have Apollo to deal with. If that structure is the source of his power, I want to know where he is when we attack it. Work out. Bones, hmm? do you think that mysterious organ in Apollo's chest could have something to do with the transmission of energy? Well, it doesn't serve any other purpose I know of. Captain! We've got to wait until Carolyn comes back before we fire on the temple. We don't know what would happen to her if he was suddenly attacked. She might get killed. Yes, I know. I know, Scotty. We'll wait.
1: I must say, Apollo, the way you ape human behavior is remarkable. But there are some other things I must know. Your evolutionary patterns and your social development. By what? I'm sure they're unique. (laughs) I've never encountered a specimen like you before.
5: I am Apollo. I've chosen you.
1: Well, I'm sure that's very flattering, but I must get on with my work now.
5: Your work?
1: I'm a scientist. My particular specialty is ancient civilizations, relics, and myths. Well, surely you know I've only been studying you.
5: I don't believe it. You love me.
1: Love you? Illogical. I'm not some simple shepherdess you can awe. Well, I could no more love you than I could love a new species of bacteria.
5: Carolyn! I forbid you to go. I order you to stay.
1: Is that the secret of your power over women? The thunderbolts you throw?
0: Oh, boy. Here we go. What the devil is that? Turn here.
2: Yeah. Spark, Sensors are picking up an atmospheric disturbance in your area. Stand by your faces, Mr. Spark. Prepare to fire
0: on my signal. Kirk out. <laughs>
4: I loved you I would have made a goddess of you I've shown you my open heart see what you've done to me Time has passed. There is no room for gods. Forgive me.
3: Much of our culture and philosophy came from a worship of those beings the way they began the Golden Age Would it have hurt us I wonder Just to have gathered a few laurel leaves
0: is crazy. So That was Who Mourns for Adonis. Right. So Adonis, like I said, Greek mythology. Yes. Um, Now, could this actually be true in some way, shape, or form? Yes. There is, we will never know because we didn't live back then. Exactly. But there is a chance that if there is life out there, that yes, this could have actually happened now that being said um with this episode um so vicky and i did talk about this earlier and she is of the same opinion i am someone did make up and pretend like they were captain kirk and sulu and check and spock and all the others and made a little show on youtube i don't know if it's still there or not but basically finishing out the 5 years. Uh, of the Enterprise crew, but somehow brought Adonis, the actual actor that played Adonis, into the episode from this one to replay
3: Adonis.
0: (laughs) But if Adonis just made himself disappear, how did he come back? Exactly. So, the thing was, when Vicky and I talked about it, we decided that since that uh, series is not canon, we're not going to do that. We're not going to cover that. So... Right. Anyways, so Vicky, that was Who Mourned for Adonis. What would you give this one?
1: I gave this one a 9.
0: Okay. I'm going to have to give this one a 10. I know, high praise for me. I know, right? But it's a very good episode.
2: It, It was. I liked it.
0: So, who do you think this episode hinged on? No, you cannot. I'm sorry. You won't let me do that, so I can't do that to you.
1: Yes, you can.
0: No, I can't, and I won't. (laughs)
1: Who did it hinge on?
0: To me, it hinged on Scotty, Kurt. Say
1: it this
0: time. Okay. Keep going. Caroline, Adonis. Okay. Spock, Sulu. Okay. Okay. Lieutenant Uhura. We can't forget Nichelle Nichols.
2: Okay.
0: Um. Powell. Uh, Bones.
4: Okay.
0: And I forget his name. He was the guy that's. Uh, uh. Oh, Kyle. Engineer Kyle. Because without him, the interactions between him and Spock didn't make any sense. Okay. For the M-rays. Alright. So. Anything else you'd like to say today, considering I just did all the work for you? No. Looks like the Kitties have been eating your uh, windshield. Well, oh,
2: they have. A the little stink pots.
0: Well, we can always order more. Okay. So. Anyways. Well, I guess until next time, I'm William.
1: And I'm Ricky.
0: And we will see you in the next transmission.
1: Bye.